This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by UBCP ACTRA, a.k.a. the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists, the national organization of professional performers working in the English language recorded media in Canada. For more information about UBCP ACTRA, visit ubcpactra.ca. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart of the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Ronnie Firminger. It's episode 250! In the podcasting world, 250 is a big ass deal. Capital B, capital A, capital D. And in the context of my life, it's an even bigger ass deal because this is literally the best job in the world, all caps. And it's a big ass deal that I've had the opportunity to do this for 249 times already. Thus, episode 250 is a time for celebration. It's a time to go big. And boy, oh boy, are we going big today with two big ass names talking about their big ass friendship. Joel State, Paul McGillian, two wildly talented actors with lengthy filmographies. You know Jewel from Firefly, Serenity, Stargate Atlantis, her hilarious tweets and TikToks, and for her leading role as Abigail Bianchi on the award-winning and critically acclaimed television series, Family Law. And Polly, he's renowned for roles on Starkid Atlantis, Firefly Lane, The Flash, and for being one of the nicest humans in the Vancouver film and television industry. I'm serious. He has a reputation for being really, really nice. I have never heard a bad word about Polly ever. And he calls like out of the blue just to catch up, like he calls on the phone. It's very refreshing. Both Jewel and Polly have previously appeared on this podcast, and during those appearances, both Jewel and Polly spoke about the other with a whole lot of love. Today, for this extra special episode, we'll get to observe this big-ass extra special friendship in action. Episode 250, let's do this. Jewel State, Polly McGillian, welcome back. To Thank the YBR Screen Scene Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Jewel might say something bad about me, actually. So. <laughs> well, when, <laughs> you said, when you said he likes to, to, to call on the phone, I, I think the word I would have used was archaic. Paul's <laughs> 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 the only person I will speak to on the phone I'm in a my dinosaur. entire <laughs> life. It's the truth. <laughs> so I want to Have you ever it. had, because I've had this experience with Polly, I will send him a text. Oh, and he calls. And then he calls. Yeah. And I, 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 and I give that. <laughs> hate it but here's Come i know on. not to press send unless i i can talk on the phone yes! because i know the phone's about to ring. <laughs> i'm old school okay i'm sorry i'm old it's the best oh my gosh i like it like that 
Okay, so. I want to hear your dulcet tones, that's why. You want to hear the, and we love your dulcet tones, absolutely. Um, and thus, I'm going to make you go first. I would like you, Paul, to introduce your friend. Oh. oh. Nightmare. <laughs> well, here we go. Jewel. I won't look at you. Oh my God, you okay. won't look at me? Oh, no, I'm, making God, I'm looking right at you. Um, and your mustache. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I, what can I say? Jewel is like a little sister to me. She mm. really is. She's a, a sweetheart. She's smart. She's extremely talented. She's caring. And um, she's uh, got a heart of gold. She really does. And uh, not only is she like a little sister, she's also an inspiration because she's so hardworking. She's a great mom. Um, and uh, she's just a really great person. She also has time for people. And uh, she always picks up your call. Pick, <laughs> she doesn't always pick up my call, but she's just um, she's just really, um, really a special friend, you know. And and like I said, she's like a sister to me. So, um, you know, I'm from a big family. I have one sister of my own, but she was like a little sister. I don't have a little sister. So and uh, I, I think she kind of feels the same way. I'm not like her little sister, but um, well, we don't yeah. know. If she hasn't spoken. Yeah, exactly. Yet. But uh, no, she's just. Uh, just an amazing person and uh it's a pleasure to you know be here with her and you but um yeah i'm easy i can easily say that so i can't say that about a lot of people so she's yeah my sister what about for for you jewel well first of all hearing paul say that do you agree is he your, like your little sister he's like he's like <laughs> my he's my big brother he's your big brother yes yes, yes. um we started off as as friends, and then we became really good friends, and then we became family somewhere along mm. the yeah. way. Paul is um, the kind of friend that you can call on anytime. Uh, he will drop everything to hear what you have to say, what you're going through. He provides really amazing, very classy advice hmm. <laughs> on, on what to do, how to do it, how to say it. Um, he's the kind of friend that when you have a huge success, he celebrates you more than anybody. Hmm. And in this industry where it can be really cutthroat and you know we're all trying so hard to be successful, to be on top, um, to have someone who's willing to celebrate your successes, successes as much as his own is, is very rare. What do you mean by classy? Advice, because when you say that, oh, I actually takes think the high that, road. Yeah, okay, because yeah. that's like I'm kind of a petty bitch, right? Yeah, that's I my can be instinct. a petty bitch too. So yeah. I, I need, I need someone like Paul <laughs> to take the high road and and you know to to just sort of very sagely uh, look at a situation and say, okay, I think I think this is this is the way to deal with it. Hmm. He isn't a gossip. Um, he isn't the type of person to throw anybody under the bus, but. Um, if you wrong him or if you wrong one of his friends, he's like a gangster. Like, you're dead to him for life. His loyalty is very strong and yeah. I appreciate that so much. I think we're incredibly loyal to each other. That's very true. I'm yep. glad to know that, that you have that in you, Paul. It's the old school Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to go back in time then to right when you first met. When did you first cross paths? And, you know, what were what were your first impressions of each other? Because like, from what I understand, 
you were the incoming doctor. On. I was, but I, I guest starred before that. You I played a before. Wraith on Stargate Atlantis in season two. And oh. so I was in, in full prosthetics. And I met Paul, but he didn't really remember meeting me because I didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. Jewel would get there at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And she looked basically like... Um, like a, li- a lizard. Like a beetle, like a lizard meets a beetle. So yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, they're unrecognizable. Really. That's how I look in the morning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't say exactly, <laughs> but she did. She it was like she's a little. We also called the sad little girl in the back of the van when we drive the set because she was like they were constantly touching her. Like the prosthetics were kind of adjusting her all the time. Yeah, and she'd be in the back of the van and. I think he would said like, "Oh, look at little sad girl in the back of the head." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, because it's like you go, you have to go to a happy place when you're in that much prosthetics because it's just it's distracting and it's uncomfortable. At least for me, I'm a real baby when it comes to prosthetic work. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I was in the happy place. I was in my mind. I was somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> I was like you just have to get through this job. I'm so tired. You were in the beach in Hawaii, rather than yeah. Like, I was really quiet. Like Seymour demonstration for exactly. I was I was super quiet the whole shoot. So <laughs> when we met in person after that, Paul tells the story really well. Yeah. Um, but I I of course knew he was uh, who he was, and we were at Dragon Con in Atlanta. Yeah. And we were at this VIP lounge well, thing that I they set there. up. I was there. Yeah, and I was looking for him. I knew he was there and I wanted to say hello. So I we got there and it's like, you know, kind of nice. And, you know, you just got there and you showered up and you're like, okay, we're going to bring up to the VIP lounge and there's snacks and food and drinks. And then this lady comes up and says, um, you know, have you seen Jewel yet? I'm like, who? She goes, Jewel State. She's looking for you. I'm like, oh, no, I haven't seen her. So don't really think much of it, right? And then... A couple of minutes later, this beautiful girl comes in and she's like, oh my God, Polly. I'm like, hey, she gives me a big hug. So great. I'm so glad you're here. I'm like, I'm glad you're here. This is great. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you know, she's one of, do you have a drink? I was just, let's get some champagne. I'm like, this is getting better every second. <laughs> and uh, we're talking, you know, and I'm like yeah, having them famously, you know, and then her little buddy shows up, <laughs> Maddie, <Yeah. laughs> and he's, I find out, you know, later on that they were married but I don't at the time I'm just, I'm just talking to her the whole time and then halfway through you know maybe 10-15 minutes she met somebody she goes do, do you know who I am I'm like um Jewel she goes yeah but do you know who I am I'm like not really and she goes I was on Stargate with you I'm like what and she goes I played the, you know in the last episode I played the girl that was like the bug the Arrhenius bug I'm like <laughs> that was you she's like yeah and she goes oh my god I couldn't believe it like I couldn't believe it it was her right I'm like wow this is amazing and then I'm like so wait when did you start to realize that he didn't know who you oh, were he was just sort of you know I, I could I could tell he was being really nice but also had no clue what was going on yeah I think she kind of strung me along a little bit and I'm, a little maybe. and then I'm like oh god this is hilarious and then we realized and then we had an amazing weekend yeah. yeah, Dragon Con it was so fun. So fun. We went yeah. out every night. We, we go, were... Yeah, we, go, we we really work well together, especially on stage with the fans and stuff. Yeah, we, we have a, we, we both put a lot out, and because I think we're there for to you know to um to entertain the people. You know, when we have a uh, we have a great rapport on stage and we have a laugh and, and that's wait. Expensive. So this is yeah. a friendship that really was forged. At a convention, like Dragon Forge, Dragon Con, really? Yeah, I feel like a lot of friendships are forged at conventions. Yeah, to be honest, it's a it's a bonding experience, especially ones that you do away from home. Yeah, um, that you 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 just have these crazy experiences with these people in the green room and whatever, and you go out at yeah. night. Everybody goes for dinner or whatever because you know you're somewhere else. And what are you doing tonight? And you want to eat? Let's go eat. 
so you you become quite close and you end up sharing more stories and yeah and you know bonding in that way so it's and we paul and i have done so many conventions together i mean we've been everywhere 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 all over the world you know? and then we, we got smart and we started figuring out how to go to the same ones mm. so we're like how do we get on the same schedule here yeah. maybe you skip that one this year so you can do we're that one the next year we're gonna go to prague we're gonna go to prague yeah Ooh. yeah prague in february yeah, yeah. Oh, with, nice. with david nickel yes yeah because oh, he boy. knows prague he speaks the language. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. So we were translator. We Thank all you. waited, right? We yeah. Could, like, it all go together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to do that. And, and, and Jewel's such a foodie. Like, so yeah. she basically, the the our, our dining experience is done for the weekend. Jewel's like, we're going here, here. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. I do my research. She does. She's so, a cook too. Thanks. Do you have you. the same kind of like mindset or like style of doing conventions? Like, how would you? Yeah. 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 I would say we do, yeah. I would say Paul has a lot more energy than I do. He's pretty amazing at what he gives out to yeah. people. I think I, I tend to peter out and I get really tired. <laughs> but Paul's just sort of endless. He Once he's on and he's committed to it, he's like, he gives and gives and gives. Well, I just, I, I honestly, I, I you know, thank you, but I, I just true. think we're here for, for the fans. They come, they spend all, it's like their Super Bowl. They come, you know, to a huge convention yeah. like that. They've saved up all year. And I just want to give them the best experience they can have, you know, mm. and, and give them a little piece of uh, us, so to speak, you know. Yeah. And we, we do that on stage and we do that when we take photos with them and, and chat to them. And, and so many interesting people I've met over the years that, that go to conventions. So it, I think if you're going to be there, you're going to do it, you do it properly. You yeah. Know? Can you give me like a memorable moment, you know, a, a memorable um, Jewel plus Polly moment at a convention or, oh, you know, when you imagine the you other can... person at us, stuff that is fit for print or to print. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we've done, we did Australia. Um, I'm thinking like the more recent ones, Germany. Belgium. Belgium was really fun. I mean, um, you told a story once where somebody like, you know, created some artwork, you know, that oh. was like in beautifully oh, yeah, was homoerotic. That. that was Jewel amazing. was there for that. And yeah, that was uh, one of my <laughs> most memorable ones. That was, that was in one. Germany at FedCon. <laughs> and, and you know, they ask you sometimes to be a guest at either like, you know, the costume competition. And this one was the art show. So myself and Jewel, and I think, um, Jonathan Frakes and maybe Brett Spiner, a couple other, you know, actors from different shows as well. And we go around, we have a glass of champagne or whatever, and we just be going around looking at these different amazing pieces of art because, you know, nerds are geniuses, right? So they, they make amazing. Oh, hell yeah. They make amazing pieces of art. Like, you know, I've seen the Star Trek Enterprise out of Lego, you know, it's just incredible. This one so, was particularly amazing. This one was particularly <laughs> amazing. And so we get to a particular lady and they had it covered up in a sheet and and she says, I'm so excited because, you know, Paul McGillian is one of the judges, you know, today's uh, art show and I'm, he's actually here. I'm like, Wait, and you were you are with all the other judges? Yes. And we're all drinking champagne. They're, they start bugging me right away. Ooh, Paulie, right? You know, laughing. And so <laughs> then she pulls the sheet over the thing and um, off it. And I, I, we're, I'm like, I spit my champagne out <laughs> and Jewel, like, they're dying. And it's a picture, like, I don't know, two feet by three feet cross-stitched of myself and Joe Flanagan, who was the lead on Sargate Atlantis. Cross-stitched. Yeah, but it looks like it's painted, it's so good. For like um, hundreds of hours. Yes, yeah. and we're both topless. 
and Joe's holding me from behind like a wedding photo. I have like a 12 pack and I'm like, I'm like, she's, she's like, do you like it? Do you like it? I'm like, what? I go, what? I go, I, I go, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, cu-. he gets Beckett's fit. I go, he's not that fit. Um, and she's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I don't know if they'd be, you know, they're both topless. She goes, yes. And yes. they're, they're like holding each other. And she goes, I don't know if they do that. She goes, why not? They're comrades. They care for each other. I go, I don't know if they care for each other that way. And she just looks at me like I'm crazy, right? I'm like, I'm sorry. These guys are dying, right? Like yeah, laughing. pretty good. But it was amazing. Not I really would love that for this office. I mean, I don't have any yes. wall space yeah, left, well, but my be, wow, I would take <laughs> stuff too. down. Yeah, it's bones bad. No, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened with that one. Oh my, I, I don't so even want to think about it. We're going to get a message but, you know, or something. Be like, I have that. Yeah, exactly. Jewel and I, we were laughing so hard. Yeah, that was good. I feel like I feel like a lot of our our convention evenings, you know, they they end in some bizarre format. Like yes. When we were at San Diego Comic Con, and we were in a rickshaw with at, David uh, with, with, uh, with Gary, Gary Jones, Jones at one in the morning, the three of us going music from, learning in a rickshaw. Yeah, just just having the time Comic-Con. of our life. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. You know, that's one yeah. of those ones where you wake up the next morning and you're like, did that actually Do you happen? Walk home? No, let's take what a rickshaw. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's so that's convention life. Yeah. And and you know, so we talk about the Dragon Con aspect of your origin story, your friendship origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about when you actually work to member work together and remember? working together, acting opposite each other, you know, like, and also you coming into Stargate Atlantis as, as the doctor, as Dr. Keller, you know, what was that, what was that experience like, you know, um, cause I mean, if people have seen the show, there's a whole, like, it's, you know, like, do we talk about spoilers when we, like, I want people I, to. I think so. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> but you know what, the last time that we, we see you, we don't, it's, uh, Beckett, it's not actually the last time we see you. You know, we think you're gone, but you're not actually gone. No. You know, and so no you actually. Gone yeah, that's right. And and soaps, it's the same. It's yeah. like my, well, I came my back, favorite genre. You, know, you came you, back. I yes. came back as a clone. And then Jewel came in and, and filled the shoes of Dr. Beckett as a new doctor, you know, and she was great. And we were friends already. So yeah. there was nothing between us at all. Like we were, we were great. And we had scenes together um, in one of the episodes that I came back mm-hmm. on. and. It was totally fine. It was just like... It's just one of those very, very bizarre scenarios where, you know, one person is leaving a show and then they contact someone else. They contacted me out of the blue, completely out of the blue and offered me that deal. So it was a a very strange thing to have happened just because we were such good friends. But, you know, in true Paul classy form, he was happy for me and he, you know, it was never really a, an issue. So it wasn't awkward. Or... Which was pretty mm-hmm. amazing, to be honest, because I was I was freaked out. I was worried. I was worried that I was gonna accept this job at the expense of my friendship with Paul, mm. which makes me wanna cry thinking about it. But that didn't happen. No, not at all. No, no, there's nothing, you know, every, everything, it all happens, you know, for a reason, I guess, in, in this business, but you know, I never take anything in, you know, in this business personally because you can't. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, ha- I'm super happy for Jewel, and she's a fantastic actress and, as a friend too. And mm-hmm. you know, it's a great opportunity to work on a show. I did a ton of episodes of the show, and I ended up coming back on the show anyway. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And it was just. They it, couldn't let you go. No, you know, I mean, you know, very unique. And I think, you know, those characters can work, you know, equally as well together as the two. Because, again, the mm -hmm. dynamic that we had on the show is similar to what we had. You know, I come in, you know, the, you know, the kind of, you know, seasoned veteran, so to speak. And then Jewel rolled in and she had the fresh energy, I think, that the show may have needed at that point in time as well. And, and she knocked it out of the park, which she, of course, does. But, and it, you know, and just be part of that and watch that go, was, it was cool, you know. Besides that job, the only other time we've ever worked together was family law. No, I got to correct you because I was thinking when you said that we um, met what? earlier, we met briefly on higher ground. Oh my God. I did an episode of that show or a couple episodes of that show. and But did we have any scenes together? I think no. there was a group scene. I was there and we had yeah. met briefly. But and I was I a 17 year old punk. I was with like Hayden Christensen, was yeah. a, you know, in a scene there and I was like the the rich teacher from the school next door or something <laughs> and had a little rivalry with Joe Lando. I remember oh, that. Yeah, it was yeah. so funny. Oh, wow. like, we got to dig that up. Yeah, I know. God. We have to dig that up. I'll dig okay, it. If, we can, if we can dig it up and if, or we find it on the YouTube, you can find it in the I footnotes for this up. episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we met briefly then, but yeah, actually when we actually met was, yeah, was basically Stargate when she was a bug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned from each other? Oh. Like per personally, professionally? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, both. I, I would say professionally, one of the things I admire the most about Paul is, is uh, how many risks he's willing to take hmm. in the performance. Paul goes big. He's a go big or go home guy. Um, he's helped me with many tapes many auditions in the past we lived together in la briefly for a, a pilot season um and he he's he loves to sort of push himself and i find that really inspiring because it, it makes me let go a little bit more and take more risks so I, I would say i've learned that from him over the years for sure um personally i i think you know there's an art to not taking any shit, but being really nice about it. Mm. And I've learned that from Paul. Um, I've learned how to stand up for myself a little bit more um, and do it in a nice classy way, I would that, say. That's hard for mm -hmm. for people pleasers. Yes, you know? it is. Mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a big ass hard time with that. Sorry, I got big so ass on my mind, but it's re it's really hard cuz I'm yes. I'm constantly worried that if oh if I if I speak up for myself or if I say something that is like has any conflict or is going to cause any conflict, you know, I'm 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 the one who's going to cause the problems. Yeah. You know, I'm right. going to upset the other person. It's the rocking of the boat yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Where where if if that's not who you are instinctually, it can be really tough and yeah. you can kind of get walked over. So, I would say Paul has been very good at at you know, inspiring me to kind of stick up for myself and what I deserve mm. and um, not being afraid to walk away well, from things that aren't serving so, me. Yeah, well, thank you. And, you know, with Jewel, you know, um, although she's quite a bit younger than me, she there's a maturity about her. She's like an old soul. Mm. And I've really seen that over the years. And she is also like a, when I ever have big things that happen in my life, I'll have a conversation with Jewel about it. And she's, very level-headed very pragmatic about her approach to things you know what i mean it's matter of fact and she's she does stand up for herself a lot too so it's nice to be reminded of that even though maybe i inspired her towards that but mm. she inspires me like that as well you know we bounce these things off each other especially work-related things as mm -hmm. well but also family you know 
Um, there's also like uh, an amazing, um, like I said before, like a, a kindness that she has, you know, but it, it, again, if, if, if you cross Jewel, you know, um, she doesn't suffer fools, you know, mm-hmm. and she's super smart and, and that's how it rolls. You know, I, I think uh, for me, it's too, it's just uh, as life goes on, I think we, we have, we you know a lot of people, but the ones that are closest to us, you kind of keep in a smaller group a little bit. Mm. And sometimes you trim the fat, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in life, you know, um, I think when when you have friendships that are on the outskirts, um, you wonder what, if you're throwing it out there and you're not getting anything back sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. what is that friendship? I have a family, I have kids, I have limited time. So when I do spend that time, I want to spend it with someone I really want to be with, you know? Yeah. And Jewel, fortunately for me, is one of those people, you know? And we, we try to have dinner a couple times a year, you know? And we have busy lives, you know? And I think you just kind of bring it down a little bit and and, and that really has been a, a, an eye-opener for me a little bit, you know? Because sometimes you you throw it up too far and you, you spread yourself too thin, right? Yeah. Well, I can only imagine what it was like the two of you living together during pilot season. <laughs> you know, what what was it? I mean, Great it, food. Uh, Jewel would make dinner all the time for me. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you, you have a lot of very um, intense food memories, Paul. I'm because she's really, like crazy. That's, that's like my, my big obsession in life. She's, that's, yeah. she's a foodie, a crazy That's foodie. the thing I think about most. Like she'd wake up and she, I mean, she's like, well, well, what's on the menu today? And I'd be like, she just tell us what she's going to make. And, I love it. I'm talking lunch like was an event, not for her to do because she did it really expertly and quickly, but it would, you know, if she makes a sandwich, it's not just any sandwich. It's not like she's not throwing it together. This mm. thing's grilled and there's like, you know, arugula <laughs> in it. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, everybody, like, it's crazy. So that was fun. We laughed a lot too because we both know what the business is, you know. Yeah, we, it's crazy. We, we just go out there, do our best. And if you get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. That's yeah. how it rolls, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We did have a little, on Thursday nights, we would, um, you know, wait and, you know, all week we're just taking it easy and doing our thing and, you know, you know doing the reads and taping each other or going to auditions. I mean, if you have an audition in LA, it's like two, that's your entire day. You have the other change of clothes in your car, you're driving the yeah. whole time. So on Thursday nights after six o'clock, then you don't know if you have an audition on Friday or not, you'll know if you have something by that time. If not, we go to a little place around the corner <laughs> called El Conquistador. <laughs> El Conquistador. On Sunset. <laughs> oh, God. In Silver Lake. This place was crazy. So weird. It was like a restaurant, but up top uh, above the restaurant, you go in and had this little small little bar, and they had this like margarita machine, and it was like the devil. Yeah. This thing. The most potent margarita you've yep. ever known, except it, it doesn't yeah. taste, creeper, it creeper. doesn't taste potent. It no. tastes like juice. So you drink it. It's and the devil's and margarita yes. machine. You have the one and then you're like, I'm invincible. <laughs> I, then, I think I can do anything. And then you, and then you have another one. Yeah, yeah, you have another yeah. one. And you're like, where's I my think phone? Jewel and Manny went there. They lost their phones, lost their wallets. <laughs> I mean, it's only a block from our house. I mean, what happens? Like the devil's triangle. It is. And we, we would bring people there, yeah, right? Yeah, they the same thing. I'm like, don't have, have two, but don't have three. Don't like, why ever have trust three. Me, never, don't have three. No. They'd have three. And then all of a sudden, you know. Like my mom. We had to carry her home that one time. Yeah, not good. Not your yeah, mom. mom. You you let your mom yeah, dance with the home. devel's margarita machine. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, crazy. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Those were fun times. How important are friendships like yours in this business? And specifically friendships between actors. You know, I know like you, both of you, you you're friends with other other actors. Yeah. Um 
you and Tom Cavanaugh, uh, you and Nate Fillion, like those are both friendships that we talked about when you did the yeah. when you did the the podcast before. Like, wh- why is it important? Well, they're solid. I think the friends like that, like Tom and you know, and and Jill and I, we rarely really talk about acting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We we don't. We just talk about everything else. Our families, the kids, what's going. You know, restaurants. Where, where we're going to go out. You know, um, you know, and I think they're just they're grounding friendships. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, the, the business is a different. Like, if if I have a specific question about that, we'll talk about that. I say, hey, let mm-hmm. me bounce something off here. Jewel said the same thing to me. But generally speaking. They're just really close friends who have a mutual bond, which is the the industry. So we get each other in that sense. Yeah. But but that's not what our relationship is about. Our relationship is just about our sense of humor, mm-hmm. sense of humanity. I think, uh, and uh, you know, just just getting along. You know, I, I well would like Jewel. Jewel doesn't sweat the small things. You know, she. she I lets try it not ride. to. Yeah. She lets yeah. it ride, and it, and, it, and it's good. It's inspiring. You know, uh, in that sense, she really very rarely talk about acting. And, and I, I love that, you know. A if lot I of my do, you know, it's like, like something yeah, really, something really oh, weighing on my mind. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta talk to you about this. Yeah, it's a mean, very listen, boring conversation, a, but. You know, and then we had a great opportunity this year to work on, or in last year too, to work on Family Law together. And I had a really fun character and we had some, we just laughed the entire time. It was just. It was the best. It was so funny. <laughs> you know? It was the best. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it, it, this this business is so strange. And and it can be hard on you. It can be hard on your ego. And and you know, Paul isn't married to someone in the business, and I'm not married to someone in the business. So sometimes you 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 need to just sort of vent about it to someone who understands understands how it feels to take a hit, yeah. understands how it feels to be on a high, understands how it feels to lose that high, to be afraid of losing that high. Mm. Um, and and sometimes you can only speak to that with someone who's going through what you are going through. It's a very particular lifestyle. It's a particular kind of um, niche experience that a lot of people can't understand unless they've experienced it. So when I booked Family Law, for instance, I I mean, I wanted to tell my husband in person, but my first call was Paul. My first call was Paul because he had been calling me and texting me every flipping day since that last audition. I auditioned like three times since my last test. You hear anything? You hear anything? And I was like, no, listen, if I hear something, I will tell you. Okay. And you go, okay. And then you call me the next day and go, how's it going? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. Like, he, you know, and he, but, so he would, he would check in constantly um, in this, you know, way, this, 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 uh, backdoor kind of way where he's like, he knew I didn't want to talk about it. I wouldn't bring it up. He wouldn't bring it up. But he was calling a lot more often or texting a lot more often. So when I finally got the call, I called him and I was she like, She was also well, stressed out of her mind. I was so <laughs> freaking stressed. Wait, it was a very long process. And yeah. you know, the whole reasoning was because of, of, of Victor Garber and you know, he was going, there was some, somebody was in the hospital or something. And right. so they, he was like, I'm not speaking about this until, you know, this family member or whatever is safe. So mm. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this later kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, so everyone else, all of us, the rest of the cast were waiting in the wings <laughs> to yeah. see who was going to get the job. Um, yeah. So I and, and also we didn't know. We didn't know who they had in mind for for Harry. We didn't know it was Victor. We just knew there was this one person that we were waiting on. Right. So I called Paul and I was like, well, I found out 
who's getting the the Harry role? And he was like, who? And I said, Victor Garber. And he's like, oh. And I said, and I found out who who got the Abbey role. And he's like, who? And I said, Joel State. And he was like, fuck you! Yeah, yeah, that's right, she just, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you little shit. And I had my kid in the car, which was probably a yeah, mistake. And I had him on speakerphone. And Paul so, is like, oh my God. Screaming it's, obscenities. It's such a great role too, you know? Yeah. And Joel kills it. Thanks. She's so great. and. Uh, you know, um, I mean, like I said before, you know, um, Susan, their team, they're so amazing what they do. And she's yeah. a lovely person as well. And just that combination of having Jewel and Victor on the show, it, it, I think it's fantastic, you know. And and what, then getting the, the chance to be on the show and watching her. Oh, and just you wait, just you wait. Paul <laughs> is so... This this whole arc that he goes on is so hilarious and so insane. And you get to see a completely different side of Paul. And it's just, they're they're the best episodes, really. So this is season two and then into season three? Three, yes. Yeah. So this means that people in what, in like, what was it, Latvia or Lithuania have actually already yes. seen it? Well, they've seen, yeah, they've seen the stuff in season two. In season, season two? Yeah, but season three is where it really gets. Just you see. Uh, yeah. We have, it us in Canada have not had the chance to see season two yet, yet. but. People in, in Baltics, January. they have in yeah, January. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. So, are you are you like a? Oh, you don't want to say. Uh, I, are, are you bad you know, guy? I am I good? Am I gonna well, like we you? Can say, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a. <laughs> My villain. name is Charles Chip Crombie. Chip. I love it. Oh, oh, Chip. Yeah. yeah, which is fun for me because I was doing that part when I was doing on on uh, Firefly Lane, where I played Bud Malarkey who's completely blue collar. Mm -hmm. This guy's completely the opposite. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, it, and it was, it's so fun to play. It's hilarious. The voice mm -hmm. that even the, the, like there's just, there's certain things that he does that yeah. are comedy gold. Yeah, you, you, I love when you transform, like you did for The Flash or when you're on Sanctuary, like when you transform. I love when I watch it, I'm like, I forget that it's you. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, and then when I'm like, I'm angry at you, yeah, you know, good. so I want to be, I, I hopefully I'll be angry oh, at this character. Yeah. 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 Yes. There's this, there's, yeah, a, there's there's a, a few scenes in, in season three in one particular episode where I, I was watching the producers and the director behind the monitor while he was doing his thing. And everyone was stifling laughs, like crying laughing because it was so amazing and absurd. So I can't, I can't it's wait. Ridiculous. It's oh, ridiculous. I'm so it's excited. ridiculous. I Talk wait. about like go big or go home. It's unreal. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, so between the two of you then, who, because I noticed you said fluffing, or fluffing instead of fucking, and then you called her, yeah, oh, you shit. Who I swears so. more? Jewel. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do without even noticing it's bad. Yeah, yeah, except that one time where you're like, you said fluffing instead of fucking. I was like, oh. Did I? Yeah, you I did. I said fuck, but I, prob yeah. I probably went. Tried I probably, to cover it or I probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably caught myself. I mean, I have a kid, so I'm getting better at catching myself. But or your that. kid will become an expert, especially your kid. He's yeah. probably got an incredible oh, God, vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us in check. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Between the two of you then, who is more likely to break character and ruin a scene with? Oh, me. With me. Yeah, probably. Me. Yeah. I laugh. I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. really hard not to. But I, I feel like we we did really well in Family we did, Law. A couple of times. I'm very proud of myself. Laugh, like, laugh, yeah, there's, Jewel and I have a, some, a couple of really great scenes together too. And. Um, yeah, well, that one. Oh my God. This. <laughs> There's just some physical comedy that happens. Oh my god! It's very hard not to laugh. It's very hard not to laugh. 
Yeah. I was really proud of myself for holding it together. The idea of it. Sometimes we won't even look at each other, really. No, when it's rolling, we'll look at each other the character, but like in between, I can't even look at her because I'm just start laughing. And if I go, it's like it's like we have to stop for like yeah. ten minutes. Well, like, there was like that. It's 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 the proximity, the physical proximity you get into. So yeah. if your faces are close enough that you can see the twitch in the eye yeah. when you're holding back a laugh, then it's over. It's over. It's really really hard. So we didn't look at each other that one. Not time. much. You were like, just no. don't look. Just don't look at me. Just just just, just do it. Let's do it. Let's just do this. But when, when, when you break, like I've always wondered about this. Like, do you feel bad if you? Yes. Because yeah. I would like. I because all those people standing it's and watching. And, it's embarrassing because the crew isn't laughing. No, usually they're not laughing <laughs> at, at all. At first they might be, but then when you do it like five other times, they're really kind of annoyed. Yeah, yeah, they're like, come on, I'm, you know, the, the, let's come on, let's go. I'm Which like, kind of oh. makes you laugh. <laughs> Even Which makes harder. you laugh too. I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. You laugh like, at funerals. I laugh at funerals. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And, and it's the hysteria, right? The you hysteria. Feel like the, a child. The, I feel like a child. Oh, like, so I feel bad. like I feel like, and, and you know, Andy McKinnon or whatever. And yeah. they're like our dad. Okay, guys. Okay. Yeah, Andy's down. like a dad where he he calls okay. us knuckleheads. Like, yeah, okay, be like okay, come on, you knuckleheads. Come on, guys. And then he'll kind of laugh too, and he goes, and it's all. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's embarrassing. I had that 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 with only one other person. That kind of hysteria. Um. Was Amanda tapping? Actually, there yeah. were a few times where we would we would start laughing and we we couldn't stop. And yeah. then her eyes would water when she got yeah. there. And then it's like it's over. It's it's horrendous. It's over. Yeah, and we have to leave. We have to like, just leave <laughs> the set. Away for a second. Yeah, go for a little little walk. <laughs> oh, I thought you were sent away. Oh, <laughs> like, it was horrible. Yeah, and then you come back. Okay, I got it. And you're like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. oh, I just need well. to get out of the scene. And especially, it's oftentimes nothing to do with the scene. And, and then she was like, you know, Jules will start doing like a, you know, a legal monologue or something. And we're like, oh my God, I can't even look at you. Doing yeah, it. it's hard. You guys have weird jobs. It's so yeah, weird. weird. I mean, think about like your best friend, right? And yeah. and you're suddenly you're looking at your best friend in a courtroom who's who's rattling on about something. And like, if you, if you, if you're not careful, you lose. <laughs> you take it out of context. You do. Yeah. You take it out of context and then you start laughing. Well, I remember. Because the absurdity yeah, hits. Exactly. You're like, look at Paul. Oh yeah, what is he doing? Look <laughs> what at him. He's, is he what, doing? He's, he's talking to Victor about something. And she's just laughing, right? Yeah. I remember, you know, Rachel Luttrell on Stargate with yeah. us. She had to sing, and she's a very good singer. Oh god, I love this she story. She had to sing this song in this episode. It's sort of a sad song, and everyone's holding hands. I don't know why I'm even in the scene. I'm standing over there, and it's kind of this. She's an Athosian, so she's doing this sort of ethereal sort of song. Yeah. Right? Wow. It's dead serious. Is yeah, what it super is. serious. I could not stop laughing. I, and to a point where I had Londi took it away from me. And, I, and I'm, she goes, okay, now I'm already covered, so they have to keep me in the seat. And they're going, Paul, stop, I can't. And so Rachel would be singing the song, and I'd just be like, I, I look down, I'd be like, and then they'd be like, she goes, and she would just get so mad, and she stops, she goes, I know you're laughing, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not laughing, I can't help it, I'm sorry. And she goes, what is it, am I bad? I'm like, no, it's something about your skin. It's to make it worse. So then the whole scene, I'm kind of like, it's, it's like it's a funeral. Someone's dying, right? And I'm like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm going to pee my pants, actually. So at the end of it, I'm looking like at the floor and away from her completely. And she, I could feel her burning, her eyes burning at me during it, right? And I still like get towards the end and just at the very end, I'm like, <laughs> she's like, I think that they cut me out of it somehow. I don't know. She's it's, still mad at me about that. It's really hard. I, Sorry. I Sorry, I mean Rachel. on one hand I w I would be probably but you know it just highlights how 
ridiculous this work is. It's, yeah. You know, it's totally ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also how much you enjoy it, right? Yeah. Like you're, oh, no, it's you're relaxed I mean, you and know. it's high stakes also. I, I don't know. It, no, it's really weird. Okay. This is, I haven't done this in industry BFFs, hashtag industry BFFs episodes yet, um, but I kind of want to. It's favorite things. You know, Cape. you've played favorite things. You haven't played favorite things. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. But with a twist where I'm going to ask you, or you, I'm pointing at both, um, to answer what you think the favorite thing is of your friend. Okay. I'm in. Okay. All right. I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> start with you, Jewel. Okay. What is Paul's favorite alcoholic beverage? Oh, um, he loves a glass of wine, uh, a glass of white wine, but he really loves a vodka soda. So there's two Pauls. He has two <laughs> moods. If, if it's glass of wine, Paul, He's like, you know, he's in a laid back mood. If it's vodka soda, Paul, we're going to be out till two in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Am I wrong? Well, yeah. More gin and tonic, though. Gin and tonic? Yeah, gin and tonic. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, Wait, and then there's the third Paul that's at the the devil's margarita machine. Yeah. I'm not the one one saying, don't do that third one. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm fine. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm fine. And she's like, holy Where's my phone? phone? Where's my wallet? What happened? I love it. I feel like there's a Netflix show in that somewhere. Okay. What is Jules' favorite comfort food? Mm. I love it. So Jules has crossed her arms. Mm -hmm. It's probably like mac and cheese. She like with with, with like crab or something in it. Like fancy ass mac and cheese. Yeah, fancy mac and cheese. Or a, a soup. She likes... She likes sandwiches too, you know. She did like a Reuben or something like that. She uh, a Monte Cristo sandwich, that kind of thing. I think it's something like that. Warm, am I right? No, sort of. What fried chicken? <laughs> burger. Okay, and burger. Burger. I do like. Fried she likes chicken. the fried chicken at Nightingale. But mac too. and cheese. Yeah, I she do like fried chicken. chicken. Nightingale. So good. Oh, Nightingale. It's the best. That's oh, so good. So good. They have a good drink menu too. I do. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jewel. What is Paul's? Favorite genre of music? Ooh, um, oh, I think I think probably like um, I you know I think it's kind of like a top forty because you you like you like sort of newer songs sometimes and you surprise me with that or I'm like how do you know that song I don't even know that song. That's because the, the kids listen to yeah. these days. The pop. <laughs> the pop. <laughs> the pop or, or, or like old pop. school rock and roll he likes. Yeah, you like kind of everything. Yeah, kind of all of them out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Classics. Know, classic, but also new stuff and, you know, different styles of music too. I'm kind of a really eclectic mix. But he's like up on the pop. Up on the pop. More up on the pop. Than and the, and that's through, through your His kids. children? The kids. Yeah. yeah, it's also, you know, the car, you know. 
Yeah. yeah Did like, you like TikTok like, dances and stuff? I'll be like, have you heard the new Dua Lipa song? And I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't pick Dua Lipa out of a lineup. Yeah. 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 Dua Lipa's pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah. Billie Eilish yeah, I too. I learned Billie Eilish through my 11 year old. My kid yeah, likes yeah. Billie Eilish too. That's, that's the only yeah. reason I know. My yeah. Billie I Eilish. took Mari to um, her very first concert yeah. earlier nice. this year and it was a Billie Eilish concert. Oh, nice. It was the first time that I have been to a concert where I sat the whole time. You know, I was like, this is great. I'm in a new stage of my life here. I, I went yeah. to Rod Stewart recording when she was pregnant. It was great. We just sat back. Yeah, chilled. Yeah, just hanging nice. out. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Paul. What <laughs> is Jules' favorite thing to do in her trailer? Ooh. I was going to say favorite thing in general. I was going to say shopping, but yeah, um, that's true. in her trailer, well, she has a, she likes to nap for sure. I love to nap in my yeah. trailer. And she Best does like snaps. little word games and stuff. I think she does like little crosswords and stuff like that sometimes. But um, yeah, she's probably um, putting out something on, on uh, Instagram or yeah, something. Yeah, social media. Yeah, Jewel can take any picture and make it look amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just social media. I'm like, I'm a dinosaur. She'll just like, oh God. You're, you so know. have you had to school, Paul? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. We, we've had a very, very lengthy process of getting Paul... <laughs> yeah on social media. What's I'm been the still, hardest thing to teach him? Oh, Instagram, <laughs> probably. I still can't get on Yeah, there's like a few things where I have to sort of really? help him out. I don't know how to do it. I'm Just sure. with posting links and things like that. Yeah. He calls me and we yeah. figure it out. Between Joel and my wife, they're like, they're like oh yeah. God. I, I'm, I'm also figure figure out, em- embarrassed to ask them, are you? I'm like, I have to pepper them up. Hey, can you help? Oh God, here we go. Like, it's just like, <laughs> and it's things they've already shown me you a bunch great. of times, you know, I'm just like. But Twitter, he's he's done really well. I'm okay. You're great. You're, You're very supportive. Than you used to be. Very supportive on Twitter. Well, I try to be, but mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't really tweet a lot. I retweet. You know what I mean? Um, but um, yeah, I'm not that great at it. But um, Jewel's amazing at it, and and she helps me when I. You're getting there. Sometimes yeah. getting, getting bit better. One of my top three things that I'm proud of this year is that I encouraged Jewel to join TikTok. It's true. Sabrina yeah. was like, you need to be on TikTok. And I was like, well, what is that? I don't know if I have the time. Yeah, have no and Sabrina idea. was like, this is up your alley. You're going to love it. It's very easy. I think you should give it a go. So yeah. she was the one that, that told oh, me I should join TikTok. Way. And now TikTok is my favorite thing. You were yeah. right. It's Thank the you. best. Thank it's so you. fun. Yeah, I my daughter says that I am allowed now if I want to join. Oh, good. It. Yeah. So, but I don't know if you're I can. not on it. No, I wanted to, but then my daughter's like, "No, you're you're old. Like that's my thing, <laughs> you know." But now my daughter, like, she's actually kind of moved on to other stuff, and she's like, "I think it would actually be good for you, especially now that Twitter's probably not yeah. going to be a thing by the end yeah. of the month." We don't know what's going on. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I think I'm going to do TikTok. I think you should. Yeah, then I can like talk about the podcast and. You know, we'll, totally. we'll record a TikTok together, Paul. Me? Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. I'm petrified right now. I mean, yeah. You're going to love it. I've already got one we're going to do today. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the Cuffet Challenge? Yeah. There's, there's like a, 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 a Stargate Atlantis filter where you, where it, it buzzes on, on top of your head and then it, it shows you which Stargate Atlantis character you are. And I want to see what you got. And I'm not going to tell you what I got. Okay. Right, oh goodbye. wow. Cool. Okay. Right. I hope we get just one more. Did we have any dreads here? What's something you haven't told your friend uh, yet about the influence that they've had on your work or or on your life? 
are you trying to make me cry? I feel like I'm a Jerry Maguire right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Did you uh, notice I leaned in a bit? Yeah, I know you did. Brought the voice that. down. I saw that. You're like, yeah. oh my God. Um, I don't know. I think we're pretty open. You know, I, I think honestly, you knock on wood, if something happened or whatever, I think Jew will know exactly how I felt about her. Hmm, I, really, yeah. I mean that. You know, she knows I love her and like the world of her, you know, I really do. So um, I think it's, I think it is important to tell people that you're close to how you mm -hmm. feel about them too. Now you're gonna make me it cry. It shouldn't be yeah. a secret, you know? I think um, there's obviously different ways of doing it, but uh, I feel like um, my, my biggest thing is, even even in act, to take it outside of act, I, I, I don't wanna leave something and say I shoulda, coulda, didn't. Mm. I wanted yeah. to say I did it, you know? I I said what I, sometimes, you know, maybe not to my own benefit, maybe. Maybe sometimes maybe you should just not say so much, but for me, I'm just like, I, I would feel wrong if I didn't or, or resent not saying something or being who I was or actually having my, my truth in that moment. If I didn't do that, I think I would, I'd regret it. Hmm. So I, I think that most most of my friends know how I feel about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say one, one thing that I've never told you is that I, I know I act really annoyed, but I secretly really like it when you call me on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> he broke me down. Yeah. got her. Damn. It only took 20 years. I, I just like hearing someone's voice. Aww. I'm so glad that I could have facilitated this moment. <laughs> it's very special, Paul. But you're, you are like the only one who does that. It's true. Oh. It's so rare. I yeah. mean, I, if, if my other friends call me, I know there's like a dire emergency. Yeah. <laughs> Like something when Jen, my my best girlfriend Jen, when she calls me and when I see the thing, we and the same, we answer the phone the same way. Hello, because mm, <laughs> you know yeah. something's really off. Yeah, it's like when the school calls me. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, now I'm like, what's wrong? Yeah, yeah. It's like, Hello? exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I just prefer talking on the phone. It's good. It doesn't have to be don't that long. Change. It's just a quick little chat. I yeah. can get things done really quickly, and I don't have to mess around with the texting. Has has your relationship changed at all during COVID? Uh, not really. No, we no. we talk a lot. We we if I haven't talked to Paul in a few days, it's weird. I, I mean, we talk often. Yeah, we talk quite often. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I'm driving in the car, I call Paul, or you yeah. know, she, yeah. Jules really. I mean, she had an incredibly busy summer in working on the show. Insanity. And, yeah, and her workload on the show is immense, and. Um, yeah, so often she'll call me on her way back, you know, or or like on her way to work in the morning yeah. or something. Or, or if, if she has like, a break, she has a very odd time. She'll have a day off or something. We'll have a chat. <laughs> we'll, we'll organize. She'll say, she'll say, I'm like three weeks from now. This day, let's go for lunch, and we do. Yeah, you know, that's sort of how it is. But um, but yeah, when you're that busy, um, she's exhausted, right? But yeah, yeah. I'm just now coming out of the fog. Yeah. Yeah, October is usually a bit of a write-off. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I, my life is back and I'm able to, you know, focus on things again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I would say COVID hasn't really... Not really, no. No. We still kind of saw each other and stuff too. <laughs> yeah. We're like, let's just go for lunch. Yeah, let's go. Let's get a takeout. We'll go sit in a park. Yeah, we sat in a we park. We did. We got Nightingale in a park. It was great. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was your birthday. Yeah. And I insisted. I was like, no, we're we're going to do something nice. So I got like this beautiful lunch from Nightingale and Champagne. We went and sat in lawn chairs. <laughs> and it was winter. Yeah, Paul it was has great. a birthday in the winter. Wait, like, really? Yeah, I'm a we're January going. Baby. I'll bring a blanket. 
Yeah, yeah there was such a, jo- a joy to be January fifth. Yeah, in a park. Yeah, we yeah. went like a couple weeks after that, probably. Yeah, but it was, a, but we it, went. was a, it was kind of a sunny day. We're like, great, let's just do it. We yeah, always does a dry January, so we usually yeah. like do like a February first. Yeah, yeah, we do <laughs> it's February. the truth. We do yeah. a February yeah. first lunch. Yeah, and have some bubbles. Yeah. What what advice do you have for for actors or really a- anyone who wants the kind of you know collaborative friendship that you have? You I know, don't know, like what's I- a good starting point? I just feel like you have to find your people, you know? If if you're the, the type of actor who can view this as just a business and not get too caught up in it, not get too competitive about it, yeah. not take things so personally, um, then you're gonna find like-minded individuals eventually in the business and you know, you just keep them close. Yeah. I think celebrate your friends, you know? Celebrate your friends. Celebrate, celebrate your friends, friends. celebrate yeah. their successes and be there for their, you know, when they don't quite get the things they wanna get. Yeah. But, and it, it, it's not, you know, I said before, acting's not a competition, it's an essence. So yeah. you're not up against anybody else. It just, mm. if they want you, they're gonna hire you. And if they don't, they'll hire somebody else and good, good for them. And there'd be something around the corner for you. But celebrate your friend's successes because mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do and it makes you a bigger person. Mm-hmm. And know? be sensitive to what your friends yeah. need. You know, we all have our up and ups and, and downs in this business and our up days and down days. And if you can be there for somebody in their down days, mm-hmm. that, that means a lot. You know, actors are sensitive people. Yeah. 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 We need some coddling every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need someone to cheer us on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and it's great. You know, take them out for lunch. You know what I mean? And and ask them about that part they got. You know, and because very rarely they have a chance to, to say it to somebody because people get yeah. You know, oftentimes you won't want to say things because you don't want to make people feel bad because they didn't get it. But when you can share your successes with good friends and not worry that you're coming across as gloating or something, mm-hmm. um. I think that's a normal thing. Like when, if you're a lawyer and you get promoted to a partner in the, in the in the firm, everyone else goes up and takes you for lunch and celebrates it, right? Yeah. I think in our business you have to do that the same thing and champion these people because you, they're your buddies and they were in the same community. You know, I'm happy for people like you know John Casinos that gets a part. It's great. I'm happy for Johnny. You know, he's a great guy, deserves it. He's a talented actor. It's had nothing to do with me. It's mm-hmm. just I'm happy for you. You know. All those guys. I look. I'm looking at your yeah. all the pictures. I know almost every one of them. You know, yeah. and uh, they're all amazing people. And Nicole Oliver, right there, is a dear friend of mine for years. You mm-hmm. know, and look here, I'm, and she's killing it right now. And, and and you know, directing voice and things that she wants to do. And I'm happy for her and her husband Chris and the family. You know, it's good for them. You know, it's good for the community. If we all celebrate each other, we'll all collectively rise up together. Raise mm-hmm. each other up. Totally. Yes. I love that. Yep. Thank you both for giving us this glimpse into your epic. Yeah, my pleasure. Legendary friendship. Great, we're going for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before then, you got to yes. give your social media handles. You know what yours are, right, Polly? You know what they are. Yeah. Go, go on. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can our fans find you, follow you, celebrate you on it's, all it's the socials? Twitter, uh, at, yeah. at Paul McGillian, Polly with a Y, at Polly McGillian, and on, and on Instagram. Yeah, which one, when, during lunch at Jules, which I'm to get back on it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also at Paul McGillian on Instagram, but I don't know how to get on I'm sorry. And we'll um, work on the TikTok. And we're going to, well, well I, I think that might be, that might be a little bit I don't know. Much. And do you have yeah. 20 minutes? Because Jules going to tell you about hers. <laughs> 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 I'm only in the three places. I've got my Twitter, my name, Agile State, Instagram, the same thing, TikTok, same thing. There you go. And TikTok's the most fun, I have to say. Wow. That's crazy. And you, Sabrina, come on. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Okay, yeah. Well, I'm at I'm at <laughs> I'm at YVR Screen Scene, and I'm at I am at Sabrina Arf, which is Sabrina, and then my initials are M. And, and can I just say that we're both honored to be the 250 episode? Yeah, of the, it's so exciting episode. It's amazing. Thanks for having us, and we just love your new gigs. It's love awesome. it. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back. And you're, you're, you'll come back anytime. again, right? Anytime, I want to hear Sabrina. about Chip. Chick? Chip? Oh, yeah, Chip. Chips. Yeah, Chip's good. I can't wait to openly Bun, talk about Chip. Yeah, Firefly Lane Season 2 coming out December 2nd. Jewel. Jewel Lux Eye Show. It's an awesome show. It's fun. I love yeah. it. I love it as well. I love it as well. Um, and I'm also, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm completely fixated on your mustache as well. That's for an upcoming role that we can't talk about yet. Uh, but soon, <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> looks fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you both. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for being here for 250 episodes. We will be here for 250 more, and then 250 more than that, and then 250 more than that, because I don't know how to do anything else <laughs> in this world. I have found my thing. Wavir Screen Scene Podcast is hosted and executive produced by me. Sabrina Ronnie Mara Ferminger. I am the only one to blame. And it's edited by Simon Ferminger. Special thanks to Mariana Ferminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Ferminger for technical support, and to Dane, not Ferminger, Davile for the original music. Wavir Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. And cut! Hey, filmmakers, did you know that you can hire top quality, experienced and professional actors for your films? If you're producing a student film for course credits, working on a web series, a short or a feature film, you can afford to have some of the best talent in the business in your production. How, you ask? Well, UBCP Actor has an ultra low budget program which offers a range of options that cover everything from student films to productions with a $300,000 budget. There is a ULB program that will meet your needs, regardless of your budget. To learn more, visit ubcpactor.ca and look for ultra-low budget programs or email ulbprogram at ubcpactra.ca. Now is the time to jumpstart your dream for the screen.